not saying I like this, but I this album, like it's not like my top tier, but I'm saying it's like it there's a lot to be said. Is there? Am I missing something with this album? I, I have yeah, I really don't. I, <laughs> I have a I have like a lot of things to say, but it gets covered like once and then you can just repeat yourself throughout. Yeah. Taylor. Taylor Maybe it's because I do all the research and I actually like look. Oh, oh, you do. This is the first time I'm actually using that out of how many have we done so far? I do the research too. And I can't wait for one song to talk about the research that I found. Um, Okay, let's, uh, I'll get started. Hello and welcome to the Sad, Beautiful, Tragic Podcast, a Taylor Ride, R-Y-D-E Nation production. My name is Ryan Lewis. My name is Claire Griffin. And I'm Allison Leonard. And together we make up Taylor Ride Nation. Follow us on Instagram at Taylor Ride Nation. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe this podcast. Five stars, of course. Leave some great reviews. We'd love to have something to read during these times where we're still trapped in our own home. What this podcast is about, as if you don't know already, you didn't forget that we existed. It's a all things Taylor Swift podcast where every week in order with a little surprise Christmas special that we held, um, we review the ins and outs of every single one of Taylor Swift's albums, one at a time, of course, where she was then, where she is now, where we were then and where we were now. And this time we're traveling back in time, like what, 15 months? We're talking about lovers today. How are we doing, everybody? That was your best throw into a reference, I think, all season. So I like that one. You know, I've taken my time having coffee this morning. And so I'm like having I had started my first cup like 20 minutes ago. So it's that first like rush. Yeah, (laughs) sure. It's going to the head. Sure. We're, you know, um, but but how's it? Happy holidays. We're we're in the middle of, you know, the uh, two weeks. It seems like we're given, which is uh, I don't know why we need two weeks. We've gotten 10 months of, um, you know, celebrating the the holiday season. So how are how are everyone's spirits? Holly jolly. Jingle jangle of (laughs) I am home. So it's a little like triggering. I'll be quite honest to be home again because the last time I was home, I was it was in quarantine and I was um, unemployed. Thankfully, I'm employed now. So it's a little weird to be back right now um, and back home with family for a little bit. Thankful that I am able to be home. But, you know, making the most of it. And uh, making sure I have my own time so then when I am present with family, we're enjoying it to the fullest as best as we can. Well, speaking of your family in this weekend. Yeah, exactly. You talked about your traditions during the holiday episode. So <laughs> how did how did everything go? How was your past weekend? What uh want to tell the listeners a little bit of that? Christmas hasn't even happened yet, but I think um, this year in 2020, the Griffins have started a new holiday tradition. Um, my sister Maggie rallied this entire thing and uh, she had us have a family Christmas party where we we each dressed up as a Christmas character, um, a notable Christmas character. Uh, so to go down the list, um, my dad was Max from The Grinch. My mom was The Grinch, and her face paint was she really committed, truly 
<laughs> exceptional. Yeah. Um, I was Ralphie from The Christmas Story. Maggie was Dick in a Box, Justin Timberlake from SNL. My sister and her boyfriend were Joseph and Mary. Um, and then my youngest sister, Mary, was just a Christmas tree full. Like her head was in the Christmas tree vibe. And it was a lot of fun. We kicked off the night with a pinata that was a dumpster on fire labeled 2020. Um, and it had some minis in there that we used for drinking games and candy as well. And the night was... Was a good Hold one on. to say the least. Mini, oh, like mini bottles. Mini bottles, yeah. And then we use them in games. Oh, okay. I was like, I my idea of minis are like the the Snickers that are the size of your thumb. Well, that was included as well, but we also had some. I pictured yeah. Rolos. Don't it, know why. Uh, and then I was like, fuck me up with a Rolo. Wow. Really? Ew. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I love that mm. feeling of being like. You know, so milk dud or Rolo? Uh, it depends. If I want a faster hit, a Rolo. If I was in the movies, a Rolo. If I was in the movie theater, though, milk. Yes, because you're you're lingering. It's in there for a while. Yeah, and you got time. You just you're just let sitting. it melt in your mouth. Yeah. You're just watching a movie. Oh, to be at a movie theater again, 2021. Well, how's everyone else doing in this holly jolly time? I feel like I gave a quick rundown, but... Just waiting for the rest of the stuff to get here. My room's a trash zone of packages, so I'm excited to just, like, give them out, but... stoked for Christmas. Yeah, stoked. (laughs) Merry Christmas. I just, I want work to be done so I can, like, have a day that's actually Actually, a holiday. Which, like, we'll see Mm -hmm. if we get that, but... um, yeah, I have Harry Styles wrapping paper supposedly getting here by Thursday. Wow. Very excited. <gasps> Very. That's why I haven't wrapped half the stuff because I'm like, I need to, I have yeah. paper coming. Because you yeah. want the Harry Styles. So, waiting for that. But other than that, I think That's everything's so like cute. done. We baked cookies this weekend. That was nice. Oh, that looks so cute. Yeah, it was fun. We finally watched Frozen 2. I can't believe that was the first time you were watching Frozen 2. I love that movie. It was really fantastic. I love it too. Hot take. Not that this really has any weight to it, considering like his level of, you know, musicals and stuff like that. But Alex prefers Frozen 1. And I don't at all. After I saw the second one, I'm like, I like this one better than the Olaf first. is superior. Elsa is superior. There's more singing. Is superior. Just the like singing the- is has purpose. When this she time. is on yeah. the horse, and when she's on the horse and singing, um, show yourself. I cry every time. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like exactly. Oh, I, no, I was more cry. annoyed. I'm like, this horse is chill. Like, oh my God, first of all, I hate the ocean. So when you see a giant wave and a horse in the middle, that horse is out to get her. No, it's, it's like, so this powerful. is stressful. No, and then the water's and calm then they become and friends. she starts and singing calmly. Like, yeah. oh, I, don't, uh, I love the little I, gecko. That might be the cutest yes. Disney character ever created when it just like fly. It like sizzles. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But it reminded me of uh, Tangled, the chameleon. Yes. Which I also- uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love Tangled too. I know. Over here, nothing really. We're still deciding like how much we want to lean in. 
to the holidays. So that'll be that'll be that. Um, making gingerbread houses today. That'll be cute. Which you know is be we so okay. I was watching the holiday season of the Bake Off. Uh-huh. Watch. This season, episode two, it's with the cast of the Dairy Girls. It's hysterical. You'll love it. Amazing. But they're making, in one of the episodes, they're making gingerbread houses. I'm like, there is so much math and architecture and planning involved in this that I... It's stressful. Yeah. So let me know how that goes. I'm very interested. Oh, well, the houses are constructed. It's just the decorating. Oh, so it's like a kit. Yeah. God. Okay. Like, I'm... I'm going to Demi's house for it. So like her mom doesn't, this is our tradition. We missed it last year, but we do it every other year. We've done it every other year. This will be like our fourth time doing it. I have one. I think Alex and I are doing one together. And then Demi and Ariana have their own and Sophie has her own too. Sophie wants to participate this time. So like I, it's going to be, yeah. Yeah. But that's it. I think we, I might take Alex to Shady Brook Farm tomorrow night and go through the drive through light show. And then I think like it'll stop there. <laughs> Um, I mean, in terms of like going back in time, like <laughs> I don't have to go far. Yeah. How was how was everyone yesterday? Was what was everyone up to? <laughs> well, speak for yourself because we still have folklore and evermore to do. So that's that really like a that minute ago. I started reading Claire's notes and she's like, LOL, like when yeah. this was released. I'm I was like, like yeah. 2020 rerun, LOL, do we want to relive that? But right now we're right. hopping back into 2019. Um Honestly, I think all of us were like, oh, so stoked for 2020. But now looking back, 2019, great year. Phenomenal year. It was a great year. It really was. I enjoyed 2019 in many ways. I was living in D.C. at the time, still working for SoulCycle. You two were... Doing our thing, getting ready to open up. Philly. Marries as Philly. well, um, but no, I mean we were we were married to this album from the Seven Palm Trees picture. We started thinking about like what the which third dropped week in like April. It was like April. She hinted yep. at that, the right? Let March me... or February was the palm tree because April dropped the single. Her Easter egg hunt was the longest thing ever, and this I mean it was the most intense one that she's had at that point, and we were all fully subscribed. So subscribed speculation of the album began february 24th 2019 yeah. when she so posted two the months seven palm trees. of just like february it's today oh, it's yeah. gonna be march 13th all right it's gonna be april 13th okay no and then like the picket fe- the picket fence like picture yep. and then uh, and then oh, she wow, was out on like that. that was honestly like it was fun but it was painful yeah. like i i honestly just Exhausting. appreciate the new method of just giving us 24 hours to prepare ourselves yeah we're all like yeah we still love you and she's like this is exhausting you know <laughs> i'm gonna cut that up <laughs> but i mean like overall before we get into the track by track i will say and I think we've talked about this, that like us being Swifties and us being at least in like Philadelphia or like the Northeast area, since we had some people from Boston and New York and DC come in for Taylor Swift week, I feel like there is a certain level, although I will fully admit there are people that come to Taylor Swift week who know more about her than we do. Like those are some oh, yeah. 
for sure. But like, just because we're loud about it, I feel like so many people were reliant on like us getting the seal of approval. And like, I have a hard time like not doing it for her. But now looking back, I can give the honest story, which is just like, it was really tough. It was really tough for me to be like, here, like, oh my God, I need to hear your thoughts on the album. And then through my teeth, I'm just like, she just keeps getting better and better. And uh, I'm like looking for the tiniest window of permission for someone to tell me that I can't like it and it's fine. And folklore is my permission. Yes. So this, I guess this is my question. You've waited a long time, Ryan. Yeah. This is a lot of freedom for you. Yeah. I guess this, the Taylor Swift week when Lover was came out was like the week that we planned the most for and like really hyped up and is that when Allison we launched Taylor Ride Nation? Yes. Yes. No. Yes. No. No, that yes? was for No. Week two, right? When did you do it? No, it was because we did the Easter yeah. eggs. Like we had our own little we did the like eggs ourselves. Yeah. Like you started Oh, and you started doing Easter eggs in your playlist to count down. Yes. Like you did the yes. three butterflies. Like the butterflies mm-hmm. and the snakes were the big imagery. Yeah. And wow. That was only last year. Yeah. And Allison and I were like, okay, well, how do we like top this? Because like uh, we like because the first one was just like just naturally happened and then we created this which yeah no it was this week um so this is like the album also like that we had taylor Ride nation come to no because i remember mara and i went to whole foods after like a double in Ardmore and she's she's like looking at me this whole time and i'm like what's up with your face um <laughs> And she has, like, her phone at an angle, like, she's doing something and mainly, like, recording me in whatever way. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? So, because I had posted at, like, 9 a.m. or, like, we said, like, tune in at, or, like, check my page for, like, We're the announcement. We're announcing Taylor Swift exactly. week type of thing. And because, like, the likes or con- the engagement started coming in, I missed within the notifications. You lost us. That you guys had, like, added me as a friend or followed me and that you had made your first post. So I was like, what's going on? She's like, oh, my God. Like, look at Taylor Ride Nation or look that up and then like I had my reaction that's hilarious wow I that can't believe really that was funny. only last that's year wild. but like to be fair we hyped this album up and like the Taylor week that well I mean so did she but that's what made so it so much, much. fun was, yeah, exactly. I mean that was like with a two month easter egg hunt you'd think that it was perfection Did so during the listening party then that we planned were you there are some standouts I guess my question is in like less than 24 hours albums released we had that listening party after the challenge were you like oh my god I can't uh this is not a good album type of vibe no I think in that I was just like lost in the yeah lost in like being together Mm -hmm. with people who were just excited about like something new and then it was probably after it was it was the last day we did like the lover survivor. Oh, you two. And I wasn't there. Yes. You two wrote. Yeah, exactly. Allison and I were up on podium. Yeah. And after that class, I was like, all right, that class was really fun. I don't like this album. Because <laughs> I think it was my se- I think there were that was a survivor. And then there was like a 45 minute well, you lover. You included well. long live. Oh, yeah. Yes. You switched it out to long live yep. for yeah. the go home. But that uh, after that, I was like, OK, this album is done. <laughs> Put it on the shelf. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it has some great... Like, the first half is keep. 
you know, the rest is a big questionable. But I I mean, mean, overall, the anticipation of her dropping a summer album this way was so fantastic. Like that was a very exciting portion to the summer. Oh, yeah. Like this song has how many songs to it? 18, 19? And in my head, there's like... Seven, Five. ten, eighteen. I said seven. Yeah. Well, well, we'll get into the exercise later, but I made some changes. <laughs> Should we start out with the first song? Let's get into it. All right. To take it off, I forgot you existed. Anyone want to take the first stab? <laughs> okay. I respect this as an opener. It's a calmer opener than what we've had. I definitely to go off of. I mean, you it's hard. You can't compare like, are you ready for it? And then this. But it serves a purpose. I forgot that you existed. Wouldn't fit anywhere else in the in the in the lines of this album. You can't place it anywhere else. It's light. It's bubblier. She's moving on from that reputation era. And she's just being very clear about that. I. Okay, I think out of all, like out of other songs, it's one of the better ones. Really? Really? Yes. Oh. So my thoughts are this song solves for one thing and one thing only. And that is we will now know what her debut album and Fearless will sound like when she re-records it. Because this has the spirit, the melody, the lyrics, the everything that her early career sounds like. But obviously she recorded this like in, you know, 2019, 2018. So she has her more mature voice, but everything else, like I can just picture it in her childhood bedroom, the You Belong With Me iconic glasses. It's just like, it's so, so, it lacks maturity. And I just, I hear, this is probably the only example out of all of her songs that I don't like the speak singing. The ones at the end of certain lines, like... It's all my rep and it was going... Like, that line? No. What are the lyrics? Hold on. It wasn't love, it wasn't hate, it's just indifference. Where it's yeah. like... Yes. The, singing it just and then the last line is a hit. So, like, it just sounds so oh, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. petty. <laughs> like... See, I... It's all just a blur. Like, shut up. <laughs> Mm. Wow. All right. I, I really don't like this <laughs> okay, song. This, I, this album is right. just such a disappointment to me. And I'm really I'm really upset that I'm going to get so heated for the next like 45 minutes hour. No, like, I love this. You've been holding this in for over a year. Yeah, you've been really holding this in. Yeah. OK, I'm not saying it's like my top top, but it's not terrible, terrible out of some other ones on this album. I don't know. For me, this song and I think he knows are so similar, even though they're not. But in my head, they are lumped together. And I always go for I think he knows. Yes, over this they one. sound in the terms same. of memorability. I agree. I agree. I think. Yeah. Yes, I think I think he knows is much better than I forgot that you existed. But they do easily go hand in hand with each other for some reason. I mean, I vibe with the song. It doesn't really go off, but I think it's a calm intro into the album. I don't know really what else you could have swapped it out with to start it, looking at this track list. I think that's the problem with this whole album is I feel enticed the whole time, but never satisfied. I think that's a fair summary because mm. the songs that hit hit and you yeah. want more of it and yeah it they then they fall but then you're like in this yeah. weird like in between waiting for the next track no. that hits it just doesn't keep it doesn't sustain but you're also like oh that was fun but also these are some of the shortest fucking songs she has ever ever put out and it's the most frustrating oh, thing oh my god then there's that everything has just been put through like the the 2010s 
pop music machine of like BB Rexa, Alicia Cara, like these just like, I mean, they're talented, but compared to songstresses, talentless artists who just rely on like producers, labels, managers to like, and that's, a, and I'm sure they, they didn't like get into the music industry to do this, but they've just been part of a machine. And I just don't see this for her. I don't like it for her. But, she is uh, an individual. With that being said, well, do you feel let's that get same into, way about let's cruel, get into a high. <laughs> let's have a high moment. We don't need to be. Yeah. We won't be cruel about this, this one. Cruel this summer is, is the saving grace, the crown jewel, the everything we wanted for this album, but it's only in one yeah. song. Sadly, it's only. Um, completely disagree with that. I think we get it at least three more times. We get it a little, yeah. But nothing to this caliber. No, nothing this is, is on this level for cruel correct, summer. Takes correct. you up, up nothing. and away. This is the 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 example of how talented Taylor Swift fully is. This this actually shows it. The build, the bridge, the closer, the, all of it. This is Taylor Swift as a songwriter, as a producer, all of it together. And you just wish you had it more in every single song of this album because when you get to that bridge and you get to scream, he looks up grinning like a devil. Like how, like that yeah. just takes you out. It's an out and of body experience the, every single this time. This is the rightful every like, graduation time. from reputation to lover with the goals that she had in mind about wanting to make like a love soundtrack. But like you can't, you can make a pivot but this is just like a pivot into just like boring territory. But this one, Cruel Summer, like plays with that, but like holds on to, I don't know, because you always hold on to like your experience. Like even though you're in this love phase, like there's still a part of you that carries everything else. And this carries everything else. It's so sad. It's one of the shortest songs on the album too. I know. I would go for a deluxe version yes. of this song. Oh my gosh. Club mix. No, we don't need no, a I love the harmonies in No Rules. Like the way she brings her backup vocals into it is so good. Yes. Um, like the harmonies are really fantastic, but it's just a euphoric summer bop. Yes. Like it's so perfect mm-hmm. for when it was released. And I mean, easily one of her top. The I agree builds. with you, Allison. The backing vocals in this song. Ooh. Fantastic. Babe. Yeah. B. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. Like. I love the line too. Devils roll the dice, angels roll their eyes. What doesn't kill me makes me want you more. Like that that imagery right there is so solid. Like, oh, we're doing this again with love. Like I'm rolling the dice and we all know maybe I shouldn't do it again. Angels roll their eyes like, come on. We've been down this road before. It's just so good. I just I don't think I've ever listened to the lyrics critically. <laughs> I'm just like, woohoo, cruel summer. <laughs> like no no critical thought. No, it's about the beginning of her relationship with Joe right after they met at the Met Gala because she met Joe and Tom Hiddleston at the Met Gala. So she ended up going home <laughs> with Tom instead after Calvin like was a f- complete dickwad and then ended up with Joe down the line for long term. So this is the fun of their starting early relationship of her and Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's so love great. Love it. And I will carry that love into the next song too. Really? I do also love Lover. I think it's a stunning love song. It is beautifully intimate. It's gentle, a dazzling haze for sure. Um, What I am lost and I need help with the timeline. Did the release of this follow me or was it Archer? It was me then Lover. 
Or was me, then you need to calm down, then Archer, then lover? Me, definitely first. I think Archer. I think Archer was. I feel last. like it went you, me, Archer. Archer no, was in July. Ryan I knew that. Played, oh, really? Yeah. I feel like Archer was the last one. So Lover came out sometime in between all that. No, I feel like Lover came out. <laughs> I feel like on Lover may have come side. out like two weeks before the album came out or something. Yeah. No, we'll Google it, guys. When I felt like we were shaping up an album when this came out, like me. I was so lost. You need to calm down. I loved. And then Lover, I was like, ooh, this is going to have elements. Oh, she dropped gonna be... August 16th, 2019. Interesting. Okay, so it was one. Lover and then it was the album. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So yeah, with like me, like whatever, Um, you need to calm down. Great. And then Archer, like, oh my God, this is going to be complex. And then Lover, I was like, ooh, give me that like raw acoustic guitar. And then... The album. It gave me New Year's Day's vibe. Cornelia Street does that for me. I've never been a big fan of this one. What? Yeah, I I don't know. How? Okay, I'm going to be honest. This is not a superior love song in my books out of what Taylor Swift has written. For this album, it is. That's really, unfortunately, then a low compliment. I, yeah, I've never been sold on this song. Like, I've never Same. willingly listened to it. But Correct. I do love the bridge of Lover into the final chorus where it's the slide vocally into the acoustic. But I don't know. I feel like looking at the track list and listening to it, I think Cruel Summer into Archer would have been a fantastic Whoa. pairing. Whoa. Like, listening there. to it, I was like, I want to hear that bass going yeah. into one another. But this one, I don't know. I think... It's just, like, it's good. It's a gentle bop, but I, I don't know. I'm still up in the air about this one. Ooh, what if it went, Same. like, I forgot you existed into the man, into lover, then cruel summer, then the archer? I feel like that is... I, yeah. That is an order. That would be a good... Yeah. That is an order. But... For sure. No, I mean, I like this song. <laughs> I, listen, I get it. I get the song. I I do respect that she like made the the sound vocally sound like she's in like a um like it's like a live back. Uh, yes. What am I trying to say? Um. So you hear like the echoes almost like she's performing it live. But again, it just sounds so basic. Like how she like does the vocals like lover like high up like that slide. I just don't get it. And then like the plucking of like the violins or the harp it just just seems like cheesy like i'm sorry but like when you have you are in love which to me is like god sent love song yeah you can't like lover is just like i'm tiptoeing around like it, it just feels like teenage love even though i know what the lyrics are it's such a deeper love of the lyrics that she's talking about but to be fair with what you said this album has very like coming of age teen love vibes yes. but what the At issue but points. the crazy thing is is that the lyrics in every single one of these songs is does not reflect the sound of that the lyrics are this like really complicated i'm scared but i know this is worth it love this long lasting love this like deep exactly love. it you are but enticed but not agree. satisfied i don't think enticed, so but not i don't think satisfied. the lyrics are deep allison i really don't think they're deep. there is some deep that i feel There's like some deep love lover the archer miss americana the archer for cornelia sure. street daylight Death by a Thousand Cuts. In some songs, but not this one. 
in my eyes. Other songs hit the deeper hmm. themes. This one really just Interesting. stays on the surface. Again, I really, it's so, this song is not one that I really, I don't know, think critically of. It's still, I like, I still don't know if I like it or not. And it's been over. <laughs> I mean, do I go back to it often? Absolutely not. I barely could touch this album. But to be clear. <laughs> don't get it twisted. Ryan never chooses uh, this one. But I don't want anyone with that to put me in the category of Wait, is this your is this your lowest? Masculine No the man? No, the album. Is this the lowest on your ranking of albums? Oh, easily. Like above that or below debut. debut. Yeah. There's some <gasps> There is some golden goldens on the debut that you exactly. can't get rid of. Exactly. You can't get rid of. Should have said no. And honestly, before this podcast, I would have said debut lover. But after giving like the debut album the time, like I will easily put lover so, at like, the if bottom you... of the list. Okay. 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 We'll do a quick March Madness bracket. So like. Okay. <laughs> That's basketball for everyone wondering. I'm thinking, uh... I'm thinking like. The two God sent songs from both of these out from the debut and from Lover is Cruel Summer. And I think for you, Ryan, it's I'm only me when I'm with you. Correct? Yeah. Who's winning? I'm only me when I'm with you. Yeah. And that just shows like, damn. Yeah. Well, I think also like there we're getting back to like the overarching thing of everything. The amount of anticipation, the Stella McCartney collection, the the drawn like this the was a six stops. month process to get this album longer. No, six. And there were so many fucking elements. And then it came out and we were like, what was I waiting for? And then like folklore comes out and you're like, you can do this in a pandemic and evermore. You can do this in a pandemic and just like release it. That's why I am as critical to this album as I am. Well, at least we made the most of it. Yeah. No, we did. We had our fun. But again, we had so much fun. I don't want to be seen as a a version of toxic masculinity, especially as we get Mm -hmm. into this next song. Um, I obviously like fully support this woman in anything that she does, which is why when it first came out, I was like, oh, my God, best she's ever done. Yes. And then support those sales. And then, yeah, exactly. As we all bought the journals and the CDs and all. Yeah, I bought every fucking version. Yeah, you you did. did. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, baby. All four of them. You know, and she appreciates that because this was her first album from Republic Records and the man was not getting anything for this. Which takes us into The Man. The Man. Track four. (laughs) Allison. Wow. We stand a feminist bop about crushing the patriarchy. Wow. That's it. God, it's so good. And I'm really listening to the lyrics. The dichotomy of the lyrics in Lover about wanting a man so badly going to I hate men in this song. Hilarious. It really is fantastic. But uh, the song is a 10 10 out of 10 beginning to end. She doesn't say any lies. Being a female in a male dominated society is so annoying, especially Mm -hmm. in the industry she's involved in. It's so exhausting. I'm tired of it. She's tired of it. But that's a conversation for a different podcast. But it's this song. And then the music video, if we're going to talk about it, since she directed it and just... Mm -hmm. Dragging Leonardo DiCaprio is so funny to me because, like, please do it. It's so good. 
no lies anyway that's all i have to say i guess this is i i I respect the song for what it is ryan you're a man so you just have to wait as us women talk about this song and so ryan you're about one of the only three men i trust in this world amen to that and so i guess my favorite quote that kind of like pulls from this song is her interview with cbs and she goes there's a different vocabulary for men and women in the music industry right a man does something it's just strategic a woman does some, the same thing it's calculated a man is allowed to react a woman can only overreact and not just in the music industry but just like life in general like us women we're still navigating yeah. that we're still being put in those boxes of like saying no we're a bitch whereas like if a guy says no like he's respecting boundaries and is and is actually taking care of like what he thinks is best for him it's she just captures the double fucking standard that us women mm-hmm. go through and a lot of other people in like you could zoom in out even more and like other categories of life that just For the sure. double standard of everything and you get that further down with you need to calm down as well of just the, how the world is just set up for a man's success and for what god <laughs> i just like even with hamilton coming out this summer i'm like why was this built by f- like lame men oh uh, again different conversation for another time it's right. so funny to me like uh-huh. these men are so <laughs> lame but zooming Who out said, like uh what's her name uh john adams wouldn't have gotten anything done if it wasn't for martha adams who basically told him to do everything that he did oh my god this country is but fundamentally thank, hey thank so god ridiculous. we are getting a female vp kamala <laughs> welcome to the room we us oh, women god. are cheering her on and taylor is cheering us on too and, and cheering us on in that manner and doing all of it but the song itself it's a i wish it body. sounded different I wish it sounded different. I really do. Ryan, I love everything it that it so stands long. for, but like I don't like the way that it sounds. You have my attention always, but like I mean, do I go and listen to this for fun? No. Can we actually <laughs> really rage? Not. Like this is a this sounds like a female pop star. Like I want you to like go Alanis Morissette on the album. I don't know. Take it to that yes. level. Like how, like it's so frustrating when you have the man and now we have Mad Woman on folklore. And and, and that captures nobody, the double no crime. standard like, and nobody no crime that double standard that she has been treated this way and you're like oh my god yeah. i feel so much more seen and heard in mad woman of how scooter and all of them flipped this story on her and kanye flipped this, this story on like, her and how the media portrayed know. that where it's like the man is just like i'm angry and i'm telling this story in this way this is me like this is us sending like a creative brief to schoolhouse rock to like write a song about toxic masculinity that's what this is on the one hand of the coin there aren't that many songs about it so i feel like if you want commercialism you have to stay with this kids bop vibe of easy beats with to make sure that it just the story gets out to make there. Sh- yeah that's C- smart playing with the machine to fuck the machine up yeah and then from there that's when it opens the gates to nobody no crime mad women yeah. everything else that speaking strategic that's kesha's it. song yeah was it kesha yeah kate or no dua lipa at the end of her album oh, that song is yeah. fully on the same track as this one um i forgot what it's called boys something about boys. like a man yes yeah. yeah so yeah i mean looking at music as a whole songs like this don't chart at all but because this one has that pop vibe it has that leeway to do it which can you know get the message out yeah 
so in that way it works but other than that yeah i the the b i mean all the not it's great. like so on 1989 you have that trifecta this album has the same thing but none of them hit it is i forgot you existed the man and i think he knows they all sound very similar but they're all just lame i'm gonna disagree with you with one of those songs which one and we're not there yet I oh. like I Think He Knows. Okay. <laughs> Me too. Let's go to a song that's really good and complex. It's called The Archer. Track five and a track five. If we have ever heard one, it is especially for this album. It sounds like a departure. It sounds like a moment in time as all track fives do or most of them. Not all. Most of them. Yeah. I just remember. Throw the shade at 1989. <laughs> that's the only shade we could we throw know. at 1989. <laughs> Truly. I let us, let us have it. Uh, I, I will. But uh, I remember hearing this song for the very first time and just being transformed. It's steady. Mm-hmm. It's strong. It's relentless. But it never takes off. But it goes exactly where it needs to go. Yeah. It doesn't need to take off. It doesn't no. need to take off. You're already transported into the clouds and floating on them in a sunset golden hour and just floating into the beauty of the archer. Yeah. I I mean, the build obviously is incredible. The way structurally, uh, like every element is so good and works so well with the other. And But lyrically, the contrasting insecurities woven with the self-assurance is so fantastic. Yes. It's like, I think it's, this is pure Taylor Swift of all of her songwriting elements. But the one thing, I don't know if you guys have thought about this, but every time she says, all my heroes die all alone, I'm like, okay, Jack Antonoff, the song all my heroes which i don't know if that's intentional but i love that connection if it is um i yeah i think it's fantastic but the i see right through me the way it's like screaming back at her yes Mm -hmm. it's so part fantastic i mean every it's not just it's the entire song is just it's It's like beautiful borderline darker like Claire, with what you were just saying with like going on a sunset i don't see it that way i feel like it's very heavy yeah and not like the kids like obviously looking at in terms of this album like daylight's that like light airy sunset vibe but this one to me is more on the darker edge I agree. I do think it's dark, but it's like that sunset like drive that you it's intentional and it's that you need you're going on a drive not just to like have fun, but like you're going on a drive to like figure some shit out in your head and it's the sunset and like that, you know, that feeling that, you know, that this drive is just like for some reason emotional for whatever reason it is. Maybe I'm the only one who's ever done this before. (laughs) And there is just almost like this self-discovery moment while you're driving and it's it's a like come on like has anyone else had this i'm just and thinking of the first half of the pandemic and different right. drives for that reason. exactly <laughs> and you're like oh, that one felt that way that yep. one felt that way <laughs> the song never I was just, on that <laughs> reoccurring playlist i but i, I see what you're saying you, for sure. uh, yeah that's just what i'm picturing it's still but still like, no, like it's that. dark but in the same manner there is a heaviness to it at the same time yeah that you wouldn't correlate with like Cruel Summer or Daylight or Cornelia Street. True. Yes. Okay. Yes. Exactly. But then we. But like, I, I love this song. I hate this pivot. Shut up! Shut up! No. 
Well, no, I agree because this song no, builds wait, into something so poetic, and, and it goes into I think going he knows somewhere, and then it's and like that's I'm, not the track to follow. Oh my god! I was driving through a sunset, and I arrived at a preschool. Like, what? It is would be this? better. It would be better if Miss Americana was first. But for our listeners, yes. we are now talking. Ooh. For our listeners, we are now talking about I think he knows track number six because we all got ahead of ourselves here. It is not placed properly in this track list but if you zoom it out this is a fun bop this is my drive around song like this is a fun yes. song it goes off the beat is so much fun i think that's why it's a groove and like i just like and i just want to like slide i want to like slide and like dance when she's like I mean, like, it's so much fun. At the end, I always think, like, once the bridge goes, like, I think he knows, like, screams, and then back into it, I always, in my head, think right, left, back, center. And I'm like, in my head, it's a soul cycle jazz square. And it's It's so annoying every single time. But it's such a good beat. Yes. Mm -hmm. Did you know that she says, bless my soul, all the time in this song? Yeah. I didn't. What did you think she said? Or did it just know, get like, tuned that's out? My uh, <laughs> I don't know. I I didn't know the word. I, I, the lyrics really don't make any sense. Like all the time she says it. And I'm yeah. like, what What are we doing here? What is this? How did Jack Antonoff produce like the majority of this album? And this is what it sounds like? I was just getting angry listening to this. You don't have fun with this song? I mean, like, it's fine. But like, why is the entire album like this? This out. Al- this song is one of the better songs on the album. Disagree. I don't think so with that. Trash. No, it's like one Trash. of the more oh fun god. ones. But I oh wouldn't say it's god. good in terms of what she's capable. All right, of. we're gonna have to do the same activity that Ryan did because I'm sorry. This song is making my list. Like, this is such a fun freaking bop. Like, this would be my opener for the album. Yes, if I had to pick. No, so. Uh, Claire no. is talking about. I was. I texted them. <laughs> simply no. Um, yeah, I texted so. Claire and Allison. What's last an opinion night, anyway? Being like, yeah. um, so I took it upon myself to like reformat this album and select what songs would make it. And out of the eighteen, there would be seven. This would be a seven-song album with a deluxe edition that would come with three additional ones. So we're talking about an EP that suddenly becomes an album. So it would be "Cruel Summer," "Lover." The Archer, this is not an order. Miss Americana, although that's an order. Cornelia Street, soon you'll get better. Daylight, deluxe edition, The Man, You Need to Calm Down, and London Boy. And that's the album. Peace. I did, okay, I think he knows deserves to be on it. Like, so does Death by I a agree. Thousand Cuts. What is wrong with you? I don't. Yeah, that bridge is, is one of the best bridges she's ever <laughs> made. You I don't can't go I after like that it. bridge deserves. It's the it, <sighs> why Biden the bridge, hasn't chosen the her bridge to be is the Department of death, Transportation. We're not even there. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, we'll get can't. there. <laughs> I'm gonna fight you. And this so is ridiculous. Like you, you're, I'm sorry. You're now just being too harshly critic. I think you're just so bitter that you're now just looking for any reason to tear apart any Am I? song on this album because <laughs> no, you're upset really hates that this album. album didn't deliver. No, come on. I think he knows, to me, would fit perfectly into 1989, and you wouldn't say a single thing about this song if it was on that album. Wait, Ryan, what were your deluxe? My deluxe. My deluxe. So I made a Lover album that was like more of the heavier stuff in it so my deluxe edition would be like a little bit more upbeat so it'd be the man you need to calm down in london boy wait okay then what were 
what's everything after Miss Americana? Um, Cornelia Street, Soon You'll Get Better, and Daylight. Okay, we'll talk about it when we get there. Um, Interesting. Okay, I'm excited to see where this goes. But from for now, let's go to the darker side of the album with Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. Who wants to take it away? I mean, Ryan, since you this made your cut, go ahead. <laughs> I can get lost in this. It plays very nicely in her pop realm. Um, what's wild is that the same producer of this song also produced me with her. So he's not necessarily the most consistent. I love the fade out at the end of she's a bad, bad girl. And it sounds like this uncharacteristic surrender of hers. And it just like all of it, all of it is so good. It really is. This song, like more of this. If yeah. There was the more screaming, of the darker elements the, of Taylor. Yeah. Everything. Just I love even the, the opening. Back, the back vocals. Like, yes. I don't even know how to describe the intro, but yeah. that like Orby. Yeah. But it's like pulling you into yeah. the story that she's about to tell. And I also think this is also like the first, the first like kind of like storytelling she's wrote, which is such a great way that transports us into folklore which she uses these stories um to tell so many things and that miss americana like not only just tells a high school story but like a political story and what i found like just so heartbreaking and um just interesting at the same time like she told uh, someone in an interview why she didn't endorse hillary clinton versus trump back in 2017 which is when she was kind of like hidden from everyone was she's like i was just trying to protect my mental health not read the news very much go cast my vote tell people tell tell people to vote i just knew what i could handle and i knew what i couldn't and i was literally about to break i felt useless and maybe even like a hindrance i feel really remorseful remorseful for not saying anything and that's just so sad that to a degree she felt like responsible to say like you need to vote or you need to vote for Clinton in this time when she was being so beaten down by the media and then to come out and write this song I think is incredible to tell the story of it and then also to rally in the next election for Biden and just be so vocal about that I think just also shows her growth yeah absolutely I've never viewed this song as political oh it's completely political I just hear the story and I picture like very in my head the story that she's telling I picture like the full movie vibe to it so I see that more than I have politically I also picture like zombie high school prom movies (laughs) so she uses high school as the as the political stage in this song oh so re-listen to it and have some political lenses and then you'll see interesting I don't know if I will again zombie prom okay dark <laughs> well cheerleaders grow don't up know as why. much as you want to in this song and go for mature this themes song. but then you can regress this and go to paper rings. avril lavigne 2007 coming of age teen bop okay so it didn't make my ep but i will say for whatever reason, I do love this song. Yeah, shut up! Like that's you're so, so annoying. You can't say why? It's really annoying. Like out of everything, you, you like paper rings and you don't like. I think he knows <sighs> because this has a different absolutely sound. Ridiculous. This has this like it's very new age, like uh, uh, '60s, like pop song. I don't know what it is about it. 
you know it's a tambourine yes uh, yeah like the offbeat counting which exactly. is it is different i will give it that but it makes me but it makes me uncomfortable and i think this song is more oh this is the most childish song on the album so, but for i think because uh-uh. of the departure i disagree with that have we gotten to it yet oh oh nope, oh we'll there yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll but I mean, I could just yeah. picture like a sleepover with, you know, a braid train or something, and all the tweens are singing it. Like, I was at those sleepovers. They were great. That's the, the thing. Girls. It's very great for tweens in that. Like, I pictured the movie Sleepover with Alexa Vega and this yes. song, just like something to that level, which, again, for a, Do you how old was she when this came out? 30? 29? Yeah. Okay, what is this? <laughs> That's where That's yeah. what loses me. Yeah. yeah. For what she's One of the lyrics is she says many times in this song that makes me like very uncomfortable and I didn't realize it how what she was saying until we listened to this for the podcast. She was like, Wrap your arms around me, baby boy. I just I hate that. Like I hate if pet I names. have a lover, like he's my, my, my boyfriend, I'm not gonna call my boyfriend baby boy. For the sake of a syllable and a lyric. For the sake of a song. I've said that to Alex a few times. He gets so uncomfortable. Yeah, as he should. Yeah, it would make me uncomfortable. Why do you do that? Like, that's Uh, not like, ooh, yay, let's snuggle. But it's more of like a, you got it, baby boy. Baby boy. Ew. Ooh. No, 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 no. I will never say that. Mm. Uh, (laughs) It's weird. Um. Uh, again, like uh, if we could imagine a world where Miss Americana goes right into Cornelia Street, I think that's the world that we'd want to exist in. Um, because like that's also the other thing, like looking at these three songs together, like which one of these is not like the other? And it's Paper Rings. Because like, yeah. wow, this... This was my Cornelia this was my Street. first repeat on the album. No, Cruel Summer was obviously. This was my obvious choice. This was my second like I need to go back to that yeah. quickly. This song's I've said this before. I think this is one it's, of the prettiest songs she's ever written. Yeah. It's stunning. I agree. Absolutely stunning. It's incredible. This is this is this is the perfection of Jack Antonoff and Taylor working yeah. together right here. I think it's also such, I don't know why, but I really pair Cornelia Street and Getaway Car together. Ooh. And I think it's ever since they, is that I because of Cornelia um, Street and New Year's when Day you, together? Ooh, that would be really pretty. Why? Because um, New Year's Day, they both talk about like anticipated heartbreak with the please don't ever become the stranger whose laugh I could recognize anywhere. And for Cornelia Street, it's I could never walk mm-hmm this street again because of like Hmm. this street again if we broke up so that's Mm -hmm. and like those two ideas like that is uh, you yeah yep while like living in love it's it's this bizarre thing well yeah Um, and i love how she captures it so well i also love in this song how she always this is the brilliance of taylor that I just love and appreciate so much um, the lyrics that tie back to All Too Well again. Barefoot in the kitchen, sacred new beginnings. Again, we are back to the kitchen. We are back to those intimate moments. And I just love how she keeps carrying those scenes through all of her albums and all of her songs. And you, it's just so, that is like, again, what she can do in her music yeah. and write that way. It's just yeah. incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Speaking yeah. of incredible. Yeah, I love this song. <laughs> yes. 
Death by a thousand cuts. Okay, looking at my notes, I I redact it. My EP is eight tracks, and Death by a Thousand Cuts is on the there. bridge. That's all you. That's all we have to say. The bridge. Honestly, it's not even the bridge. I mean, the bridge, yes, but it's about this plot line. This song was inspired by the movie Someone Great on Netflix, but something great was inspired by Clean yep. from 1989, and then the lyrics: Our songs, our films, united we stand. Like I love all of that together. I love artists supporting artists. Wait, what movie? Someone great? Yeah, so that movie is allegedly was inspired by it's Clean from 1989. And so they're all like weaving together. Whoa. And she wrote a song as like a, I don't know, a thank you or like a paying tribute to like them paying tribute to her. Like I just, it reminds me of like her Spotify fights, her Apple Music, fight, like all the things like she cares about other artists. And I respect mm. that so much. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah. I love that. Such a weird, like, little feedback but, like, loop. I don't need a backstory to like this song. <laughs> I love it from the opening chords. <laughs> the, uh, I don't know if I. Like, I don't think I like the fully opening. Subscribed. I'm be super honest. Not sure if I love the opener. It's very unlike. Oh, but when her, it goes into I the like first it. verse, it's so nice. Yeah, no, it could borderline bad if it really did anything else in, of that, like choir like chanting but oh it's so i have no critical thoughts it's just fun it's pretty i love the lyrics i will scream this every single time right and when have you guys ever heard them people compare jack antonoff to jack rantanoff when him and taylor write these like really complex bridges of just like almost like scream shouting no but from now on i will because that's is that not hysterical jack rantanoff yeah (laughs) That's so good. Like, <laughs> and this is one of them. Like, out of the woods. Okay. That's a ranting off right there. That's yeah. a ranting off. Uh, speaking of a rant. songs. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The next song rants about everything I want in a boy. London boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Styles, I'm speaking directly to you. Um, no, I love Idris Elba in the beginning. I think that's the only good thing to come from her being in Cats. It is so funny to me that that's him. Exactly. But Wait, but I didn't know that until the research. I was doing the research here and I was like, that was from an interview with James Corden and Idris Elba. How hysterical. Yeah. It's yeah. so great. I didn't know that. I was just like, oh, it's Harry Styles. You know, there'll be a time when they're both like 50 years old where they do a song together. I don't there think will they be will. A time. I think it's more fun. I that really they don't. think there will. It's so fun. You don't think like 10 I think years it's more from now? Fun for like the next 20 years. Yeah. Like I'll live in this world, but then eventually. And then it's like, going to be like the Grammys or something and they come out on a yeah. surprise performance together and it's like, we all shit our pants. And then I immediately dropped it. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. Right. I love I love the listing through like different places mm-hmm. in London and England and everything and the, the bridge in it and the bridge being repeated at the end um, before the end of the song. Like it is shout out to Stella McCartney in the song too. Like all all the things. Yeah. All the things. It's fun. No, it's it's a great it's a great jam. It made the deluxe edition. Oh, happy. To me, the album ends here, and I never listened past this. <gasps> oh, but there's there's you still need to calm yeah, down. yeah. I just never really skipped to that because I've heard there's, it so many times, and I know I can hear and it. And daylight. I why who listens uh, to that for fun? I have hot takes on daylight. I have hot takes on daylight. 
But we have to get to a few more songs before we get there. Yeah. Soon you'll get better. Jack Antonoff, you have done so many wonderful things. And one of them is what I imagine making this introduction. Um, I'm assuming that he put these two together since he was working with the Dixie Chicks or the, the Chicks, Chicks on their um, on their album. Um, but like the pure devastation of this song, yeah. just listening to it. And then like being able to go to sleep every night, knowing that we'll never have to see this live because she was it was like a keepsake for her and then and then we're sitting in despair in our homes in april watching the world health organization concert (laughs) and here she comes first off water and then it and then it walked right into the prayer was that the andrea bocelli like that just just, yeah and it was like yes yeah with celine with gaga john let like Oh my Just god. Rip my heart out and stomp on if it. If anyone listens to this song for fun, yeah, they're psychotic. I- <laughs> Like that's Yeah Please let me know <laughs> I've listened to this song Maybe once or twice And we don't need to Listen to it Again Type of thing But also Mad respect to her For choosing To perform that At the Global Citizens um, Relief uh, Concert in April because they discussed like not even they weren't even certain if they were her family wasn't even certain if they were going to have it on the album and then they were like it's going to be on the album maybe other people need to hear this but I won't ever perform it and then to like be brave and um have the song on the album itself I think is just incredible yeah absolutely I yeah it's it's stunning and it's so gentle and it's so sad and so there's sad. so much imagery in it as well that it's just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah, God. I didn't even listen to it for this. <laughs> it's like, but. I know what it does. Yeah. I was like, we it know hurts. how depressing <laughs> the song is. Um, it's heartbreaking. It's so heartbreaking. I need a moment for this next song to state a case. Don't ruin this for me. Because... I famously hated this when it came out. Very much so. I do not like this song. But I found out after listening to it that I don't like it on Lover. If this song came out, I imagine it to be on Evermore. If this song came out on Evermore, I'd think we'd have a different opinion and we'd be like, oh my God, she's using a fucking saxophone. Like, look at her bending into different genres, using different instruments again. And then... uh, Ryan, what song are you talking about? Oh, False God. Thank you, Claire. Just talking about False God. Um, Yeah, it is... I'm not, I think I'm going to make a playlist where, or I'm just going to add to that um, that fans playlist where she puts um, uh, uh, folklore and Evermore together and just like sneak False God in there and see what happens because um, I think it would make sense, especially with Evermore, just because she uses different types of production um, in that album mm-hmm. more than folklore does. I. I mean, I love this song. I really do. I don't think I liked it at first, but I'm a sucker for a song with a saxophone or any horn section. So I really, I think the SNL performance of this really solidified it for me and really hooked me as a fan. But I don't think she should have performed it there. No, SNL's always the like offhand, it's 1230, everyone's falling asleep tracks that I think yeah. it really works. But I have thought between Folklore and Evermore, if this song and I think Afterglow were on those two albums, it would be stellar and work so well. But no, I like this song, but I do, I see what you're saying. They're just too complex for this album. Yeah. Yeah. That's my opinion. But so if the album was more complex, would that change your opinion? 
would they would they work for me like be- no because it depends on which yeah. direction it no i i it depends on what complexity direction we're going in are we going in the complexity of like pop perfection of 1989 or the other complexity of a different vibe because you can't have both like the majority of lover is not as complex as 1989 but i feel like it wanted to be yes yes i don't think it wanted to be this album is straight up just like we're here we're fun we're not deep we're not looking to but then she threw like soon you'll get better false god those are deeper but i <laughs> yeah and then these come in it's just like it doesn't make sense but if you actually listen to the lyrics it is so like deeper i think in my opinion than 1989 than you think okay no not you can't you can't compare 1989 and lover completely different i would compare this album closer to fearless than 1989 i'm saying lover doesn't match up to what pop it was trying to be like 1989 did right Right. Yeah. It's like if this came first and then 1989, that would be the progression that her pop genre should have been. Yes. Yeah. Correct. And it would make so much sense. But Claire, do you like this song? Are you a fan? Well, now that like you proposed it in this way with Evermore and Folklore, I want to give the song a chance again because it just takes you like when you listen to False God in in order in the album, it's just it really throws you because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't fit. But in reality, like I would vibe, like I think I would really like this song if I placed it in Evermore and I'd be like just in that mood. Because like, again, like this song is so drastically different yeah. than a lot of the other songs in this album. It's hard. I found when I was listening to this album straight through, I was like, why is this in here? Like it doesn't sonically fit and exactly. i love that that she's trying in this way so i honestly kind of just like canceled it and i was like this is stupid like this is annoying it doesn't fit with this like fun pop vibe that she's trying to go for but now i want to try it with like evermore and i'll probably like it more yeah i think so i think so because to go to false to go to false god into you need to calm down guys that doesn't no, make sense there this uh, i think like did she have a track list and then hit shuffle <laughs> and then said this is it <laughs> like that's how it what what is this? Yeah. Even you need to calm down would be a really fun opener for the I feel album. like if you put shuffle on, then it would make sense with this order. Like, I think Spotify would be like, here's how it's supposed to be. Like, this right. is right. Nothing this about is this really This will make, this will make more sense You need to you. calm down would be a stellar opener. It'd be so fun. Stellar. This wow. is the song... Yeah, it'd be a blast. You'd be like, yep. oh my God, she's setting the standard. She's like, yep, I just cleaned up my reputation. We're not talking about it anymore. Let's and now I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell about all you fuckers how you should be thinking. And let's talk about the gays and the respect that they deserve in this nation. And yep. then, like, literally go into the man and then go into Cruel Summer. How yes. fun that would be. Oh yes. my God. Make some statements and then let's talk about love. Uh oh. Love. Yeah. How fun. Um, yeah, wow. when this song Taylor, came give out, me a call. I I'll was, help you with this. I, yeah, uh, through, I was in Chicago. You ate this yep. up. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. I, the first place I played oh, it was at the... Oh, when she dropped that on a live. Yep. And we were just like, oh, oh my God. here it is. I remember like flying off my bike at the Southport studio teaching it the first time. And was like, this is never going to get old. You were at the Hamptons when this dropped? I haven't played it in a while. No, I was Southport, Chicago. Oh. Uh, 
Because I remember we were we were going, we were seconds away from pressing play on Taylor Swift week three being at like the end of July. Yeah. And then she went live and she was like, the album's coming out, you know, August 27th or whatever day it was. And we were like, no, stop. Yeah. <laughs> we're not doing it then. In the timing we're was not doing so it tight of yeah. plans changing. Yep. She knew. She was like, I'm going to, I'll make yeah. sure they have a great week. And uh, then this song came out and I was like, okay, we can wait. Mm-hmm. We can I remember wait. Allison. Do need to calm I remember down. Allison like edited that picture for you. So you had the back. Um, Yes. With the butterflies going from the snake on your back. Yep. That was incredible. It's like, this is so much fun. I vaguely yeah. remember that one. We did a lot of promo yeah. that year. Oh my God. For this we one. did a lot. <laughs> a lot. As much as she mm-hmm. did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this song is an absolute jam. The music video is so, so much great. fun. So much fun. It, yeah. Um, and she made a difference. Yeah. Like for there was this like wonderful quote from a from a drag queen. Um, I'm blanking on who, but uh, some of the like uh, portion of the gay community was like, oh, is she just like, you know, profiting off of a message? And the this one queen was just like, um, listen, whether or not she is or isn't who that you know as an artist has made a song a music video celebrating like all things gay culture and then at the end having a political call to action to support the passing of the equality act so like yeah she might be making money off of it but it's also for a good cause so like kindly and she dropped it i was just like she dropped it so intentionally too like during pride month in june like out of respect of like i'm not dropping this in like you know july or august when pride month has passed like this is a song for community that I intentionally want to feel empowered in it mm-hmm. and also have a call of action after that too for other people who are supporting it or who need to educate themselves and I, I love it it's for an agenda but it's not hers yeah exactly and she know you and know, I and like, she like so tastefully did that too of like this isn't yeah. this isn't mine but I'm supporting this fully right oh, I love this song it's so much fun it really so is so fun anyone I like the next song. <laughs> I'm talking about. And you get us started. Afterglow. Yeah. Okay. We're talking about Afterglow now. Um, I was so ride or die for daylight when this album came out that it felt like sacrilege to like this song. Mm-hmm. But the more I kept listening to it, it really grew on me. Um, it, like it's pretty. I think it's a nice blend of Lover meets 1989 in a way. But I mean, I'm not saying the song's like super. You think impressive. By any means, I just like how it sounds. I feel like it's and like that's pop really all it meets is. more folklore, evermore vibe. That's slow, like. Well, I'm looking at the beat. work as it is up to this point, more than than future. I. Yeah, and with that lens, you know that the song is an afterthought when the sites that I look on for like background and everything, besides your helpful documents, Claire, mm. um, all that they could say is, and I quote. The 15th track from Lover. And I agree with their opinions because that's all I can say about this song. I think, I don't think you need this and Daylight in the same. Right. Okay, basically, Afterglow, it's nice to have a friend in Daylight. You don't need three. If so, keep it deluxe, but only keep Daylight. One. Yep. Yeah. I I wouldn't, but I don't like 
putting afterglow, it's nice to have a friend in daylight together because those are, th- I'm sorry, it's nice to have a friend is not just in the trash can. It deserves to be like in the dumpster in the middle of the ocean type of thing. It's so uncomfortable. Yeah, whereas like, whereas least like afterglow has, I think, a fighting chance um, when you listen to it more, a little bit more. <laughs> I'm trying. Um I do love the acapella moment near the end when it's just her kind of singing with the single beat carrying the song throughout the entire time. I love when she does that. I love when she pulls back and it's just her singing and it goes into the final um, chorus. Other than that, that's really all I have to say. I don't, again, this song, it's unfortunate it's a skip for me on the album. Yeah, easily. And then I usually linger in the next one. You... It's like... I don't know why. We're on me. Um, all right. Yeah, we're on me. So when I mean, this, it's a classic like, first let's all remember single. when this song yes. came out, we were high on life. I remember we were at your sobriety ride and the song just came yep. out and the song and the class ended and we were all like buzzing with joy, like happiness. And we all rode to the song again. <laughs> again yeah as like let's just keep going and it i mean yeah but that's also the high of any taylor swift announcement right but it's the same experience of like everyone's looking at you like need to hear your thoughts on the new album on the new song and you're like ryan is it hard to be you but isn't it hard to be the face of all of us the three of us (laughs) we can speak for we're not the one making the playlist but if this album came out we had to be in charge of it be like well we gotta gotta include what people want to hear at least we've built the the model that we can be bitches about your playlist or the music in general whereas like you have to be like I love all things Taylor. Now it's changing a little exactly. bit. But our brand was always being, we always got to be bitchy about things. Yeah. Well, so me came out and my, what a, in looking back in the past, um, me came out and we were like riding high on it uh-huh. and everything. But then we kind of immediately didn't claim it as our own. We were like, oh, this is going to be on the Pets 2 soundtrack or whatever it was. Remember that one rumor? No. So it's just like we allowed ourselves to enjoy it, but like we didn't claim it as our own. Like she was contracted to make this for you a You know this single wasn't released as much and and loved and grasped onto as as much as she wanted it to when she changed the bridge and removed the chanting spelling from it that the fact that she changed that just shows that she knew that it wasn't received as as hopeful as she as she hoped correct yeah i don't understand that choice you know the rest of the album would come out um yeah it's it's fun. It's fun. I did love it a lot more with the music video. Great time. Pastel it's colors. Good, beautiful. All Everyone's, of the Easter eggs in there. It's yeah. a good time. And I am so turned on by Brandon Yuri. Batman I love him so is much. so beautiful. And his vocal range is yes. so phenomenal. I love Panic at the yep. Disco. I don't have a problem with them. I like this collaboration. It just... Yeah, I'd listen to the song more than Shake It Off. Any day. Any day. I think I'm team Shake It Off. Yeah, of course you are. <laughs> you love that. You, it, Claire, uh, you too? Yeah, I said this that. sick beat. beat. Like, at least, okay, this is my, this is what I said last, this is the, what I said about Shake It Off last time. At least Shake It Off, like, 
takes you somewhere and you're you're willing to have fun with it and like dance around and like chant and like clap your hands whereas like me you're just like me like it's like it's very like i feel like it's a little bit more uncomfortable so yeah it's unfortunate okay well, one song we can all agree that sucks um, is I, It's honestly, Nice to Have a Friend. This is the only time in our review that I wrote, I literally have nothing. Nothing. I just hit yeah, enter I'm twice like, and started writing Daylight. I was like, so can weird. we just not even? It's so weird. It yeah. is so bad. Let us know if you actually enjoy the song and what you find redeeming because I can't find Oh, I anything. know one person who does. I think... Ariana um, McLaughlin likes this song. She rides really? in Rittenhouse um, and she like stands. Will she like, because I made a comment. <laughs> I think I made a comment after like the Survivor that we did for Lover and I didn't play Which I was nice shocked you friend. include this song. I don't think I did. You did. Did I? Oh, I had to. It was to. Arms or something. Right, and I had to make. I well, I also had to fit an hour in this album, <laughs> even though it's three eighteen songs. Yeah, so I had to put it in, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and I remember trashing it like the entire time that it was on, and she came up to me all in like a huff about it, and I was like, "I'm thoughts are my own." Well, at least someone yeah. out there, enjoys you know, there's the somebody. Song. It's nice to have a listener. Is what yeah, it is. You, you just don't have three of them here. Daylight. Okay. Daylight. The most beautiful ending for an album. Disagree. Clean is the most beautiful ending. Clean is the best method. Okay, followed true. by New Year's Day. But ugh, fine. Okay, for this <laughs> album specifically, Evermore. it's a beautiful ending. Well, yes. okay. We're not talking about up to future up releases to this point. Up to this point. Clean and clean and New Year's know Day. Everything goes out the window with folk. But also you have to remember too, like long live closed an album as well, guys. Oh, that's like right. Like sh- you can't eat like come on. True. Okay, Free fine. Pretend I didn't say but this. Okay, well, it's I so don't pretty. believe this is a, as the most stunning. It's it's a stunning song, but like even though my our biggest critique of this album is that everything is so short, this song I think could be shortened. It at points just like drags for me where I realize like, oh, we're in this for five minutes and like, yeah. I don't necessarily want to be. I think the point could be could be taken to three I wouldn't say three. Seconds. I would say four. I, a minute so could be shaved off of this seconds. song. Yeah. And I'd be a little okay. bit, I love what the sing, what the song sings about, but I think it might just mm-hmm. be too much in the ethereal without really taking off or going anywhere. Especially when you've had soon you'll get better false God afterglow. And it's nice to have a friend. I'm like, how did it's I, slow. how did we get the ending the- of the albums? Really, really slow. And it's long to get to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you could have it your way, what song would close this album? I would think Daylight Without anything would out of close it. this album still, yeah. but it wouldn't take so long to but get just here. just change yeah. the song a bit. Okay. Okay. Because again, my perfect album is eight songs. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd be like, yo, Daylight. <laughs> Stands. We're the Grammys. <laughs> No, I do like this song, though. I do. I love that she transforms the idea of love being red into golden. Love, yes. love, love, love yeah. that. Love the parallels. Mm-hmm. And I do kind of love how she closes the song with like her talking almost like on a phone, which I feel like is her also closing the reputation era, too, when, you know, she 
I'm sorry, the old Taylor can't come to the phone right now. Why? Because she's dead. And then you'll hear her speaking on the phone, closing out her Lover album, kind of like in this new era and who she is now, too. I like that. I think that's cool. That's a nice little parallel. I do like that, too. Like being settled in what you think and she still thinks and knows and everything is like the one. Like we finally arrived at the person that is like the rest of your life. Like the summation of what it took to get there because again it's a the the experience that you carry um is i i do it is really well done i just think it could be a little bit more concise that's all as could this Mm -hmm. album okay that's fair well with that being said we've got a big album to talk about we're gonna age 40 uh, years from there to where we are now truly With that being said, thanks so much for listening to this not so positive but straightforward review of Lover. We are lovers of Taylor. We just might not be full lovers of the Lover album. We hope that you have a fantastic week. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, share with your friends, share with anyone who might not, who might know all things Taylor or just not much and they can learn and become Taylor fans too um, you know you love us we love you XOXO C A R J L goodbye Taylor 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 Taylor, Taylor. 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 Taylor.